Okay, boys, take one. And the Wilson Bros. There's another podcast with some bitch ass hosts. It's called Sale On. Gotta dish them hosts. Got a cover band too. Got the same name. Find another hobby bitch. You're fucking lame. Hobe got the baggies and Harachi sandals. You know we're lighting up more than just scented candles. But those other little bitches got their shit podcast. Me and Pete up in the studio smoking grass. Uh. <laughs> There can't be more. There is. <laughs> this is a freestyle, Peter. <laughs> the Beach Boys boys give you what you need. Ain't barely a time we ain't high on weed. Got Demi on the drums, Brian on the bass, but we can't tell because we're so fucking wasted. Everybody's <laughs> gone surfing, surfing USA, but I... I messed that up. You're out of the pocket. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. What got it? Everybody's gone surfing, surfing USA, but I can't wait till we get fucking paid. Need them sponsors to get some Skrilla, and I hear Casper mattresses are pretty fucking killer. <laughs> bushy blonde hairdo with the pussy to match, you know I hit that all day from the front and back. Now it's my way's the highway, it's how we get rich, and your way's the horseway, so get stepping, bitch! <laughs> Put on your baggies, Harachi <laughs> sandals. It's the Beach Boys, boys. The we, we're not world's number one yeah. podcast about the world's preeminent the surf world's rock The world's number band. one podcast where people rap about the Beach Boys. Unequivocally, yeah. yeah. There's no way that there can be another podcast. Also, who made this beat? Um, so, uh, do yourselves a favor out there. Is this off the, the internet archive? Um, so, yes, essentially... Um, it, there, if you look up Beach Boys hip hop remix beat sample, yeah, there's a there's million. A yeah, and this was by far the best one. That's wild. Um, I'll give them credit at yeah. some point. Yeah. <laughs> PJ, that's incredible, man. Thank you. I'm glad I you can't even it. believe it. Now, here I was thinking that I just needed to follow up my first karaoke yeah. parody song with just another karaoke parody song that mm -hmm. was vaguely <laughs> maybe more reworked. Yeah. And you come in. Dropping the goddamn beat. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I uh, finished that about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was very impressive. Thank I you. I have to say. Thank you. Yeah. Live in the room, at least. Yeah. And this song is fucking fire. Yeah. Right? It's this great. It is great. There are so many good ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like this to be added to the Google Docs that we can play it every episode oh, from here on out. Yeah. Done. Yeah. We'll just end on this. Yeah. Just be a good going out music. Actually, yeah. That'd be pretty fucking chill. It's also a good, like, if we ever have a guest and we need, like, a rave up to introduce them. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. And live from, yeah. Yeah. Be great. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. 
didn't expect it. <laughs> no, of course I didn't. Oh, when no, you no, see no, no, no. when you just see uh, I have a good bit to start the podcast today. Yeah. You don't you don't know what that is exactly because we've had a lot of myriad bits to start the oh, show. Yeah, and uh, none of them included rapping. So exactly, Not Lord yet. knew. Now you can tell Dawit that he's got he knows somebody in the trap game. That's true. He will he will be forced to come back on. Yeah, and flex his obviously great rhyming skills oh yeah 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 uh he'll love that i'm saying that um and is he gonna listen let's be real no yeah no not at all but i think one of his missions in life being a a black person in very white anaheim california yeah is trying to reduce the amount of uh casual racism in the world maybe (laughs) is the best way to put it yeah so fair (laughs) i think it's pretty fair yeah well, PJ, it's great to see you. You as well, PJ. It's a nice spring day here in Anaheim, like oh, we talked about. Uh, I'm seeing the families walk into Disneyland. Uh, they have a new Star Wars world thing open. Yeah. Uh, yeah or that's been? opening soon, I believe. And uh, no, tickets are sold out for months. Yeah. I can't even get in. And I am a descendant of Walt Disney, and I can't yeah. even get in. So and that's I, showing you how how hard tickets are yeah. to come by. Uh, similarly, I'm a descendant of Goofy. So, yeah. 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 Were you in that movie, the documentary about his family? Yeah, you know the fat one, PJ. Mm-hmm. It's based on me. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I liked mostly that that movie just really documented the the little known '90s subculture um, of skateboarding. I don't know yeah. if you're aware of it, but like, so you're talking extremely goofy movie. Mm, yeah. I was not aware. Th- is that different than the Goofy movie? Yes, there's okay. a Goofy movie, which is the first <laughs> I'm learn- one, and an extremely I'm things goofy every movie, day, which is the second. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they both probably covered the little-known subculture called skateboarding. The second one certainly did an extremely yes. Goofy movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, because it was also part of this uh, subculture again, yeah. just from the '90s. It really it was weird because it's like if you were there, it was everywhere. But now no one touches it or does it. But there was this thing yeah. called extreme sports that um, involved bit, skateboarding yeah. and um, roller skating. Yeah, roller skating was pretty big. Yeah, four to the floor, yeah. having four having four in line yeah. there, and um, and it was really just those two, I guess. Yeah. And so they would compete in it's this thing called the extreme sports games, mm-hmm. and um, um, the big tomato was one of them. Yeah, if I remember correctly, that sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah, in Falcon Tony. He was a good guy. Falcon Tony. Love I remember guy. him. A guy can't get no fucking respect through drive throughs No. And I'm just saying, that has to end now. Now. Right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> we have an audience. Wow. And it's not just cats. It's not. This it, is amazing. Usually it is cats and then the rapper Big Boy. Yes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good thing I have a computer in front of me because I just, without even thinking... Check my email. <laughs> nice. Is it view, is it listener mail? No, we do no. not have any listener okay. mail. Yeah. Um, Falling off a little bit. M- might be dead. Yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, dead. Yeah, that one might be dead, but we do I do have, have f- some listener mail. Oh, okay. Yeah, j- I was going to say we do have some segments to, to run through yes. here. Yes, so this can uh, be in several different categories, actually. It could be in... The beefing category, the beef boys, if you will. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. We should we should probably do a little bit of a mix of both. Do you want to start with that, or do you want to start with our? Uh, I think we should start with something else and then get to yeah, that because we also have to do what are you chugging? Yeah, and um, 
and maybe some Beach Boys news. Uh, that's slipping my mind right now, but nah. Um, yeah, I mean, we could do Beach Boys news. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's start with what are you chugging? Let's <laughs> do that one. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Because Peter, I gots to know what you're chugging. What are you chugging? Yeah. Here a mug, there a mug, everybody chug a lug. Here a mug, there a mug, everybody chug a lug. PJ, what are you chugging? Right now I am chugging uh, from, you know that hick-ass town that I played a show at? Mm, Oh, yes, up in um, North Dakota? Uh, Idaho. Right in between. Colorado. Yeah. Yes. Nebraska. uh, Wait. Missoula. Am I close? Yeah, you're close. okay. Missoula? Miss, Miss. uh, It looks like Miss. Miss, Miss Aula. Um, And then the state's not important. Um. I'm chugging a fresh bong water. It's got a pot leaf. Oh wow! On the can. And is it is it CBD infused? Because that's really the kick that I'm on lately. Yeah, I mean, who isn't? Yeah. Uh, but as you could tell from our rap, all Peter and I do is smoke marijuana. That's true. Yeah. We uh, there were I think, we l- we lit up yeah. a toke just now. Yeah. There are four different verses about it. Yes, grass on my ass. Yeah. Cash Beach Boyser, uh, gas please. Okay, fresh bong. So, and yeah. I am drinking a um. Very seasonal. We are recording this on um, uh, nearly on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, nearly. So, yes. (laughs) And and it will come out weeks later. Yep. Um, I'm drinking a Cerveza Modelo Especial. Yeah. Remember that thing you said about casual racism? Mm, No, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. I'm glad that whatever. Okay, cat. <laughs> oh, big boy! He didn't land. He on is his a big feet. boy. Yeah. No, he didn't at all. But that's what happens when you shove a cat off a table, yeah. I guess. Sometimes they might not be quick enough to uh, to keep up there. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to transition straight into beefing? I think. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, this one is uh, it's gotten fucking bonkers. Yeah. So. It's a genuine fact that the surfers rule. Yeah. You know, it is a genuine fact. Genuine fact that uh, surfers rule. And you know yes, who doesn't do rule? rule? Who doesn't rule, Peter? I know there's a short list of people who don't rule, but yeah. number one on that list for me, always. Fucking on, Fucking on, man. Um, and so in the past it's been very, you know, very fun. A little one side, a little bit of uh, gentle ribbing. Gentle ribbing, for yeah. sure. You know, because we're contemporaries. Yes. Uh, us and these not-to-be-named podcast hosts. Yeah. And we, as we've talked about, we're sort of the scrappy upstarts in the podcasting community. Right. They are this corporate behemoth. Yeah. I think they get GE money, from what I understand. I would imagine they yeah. would. They're part of the Danny Ainge empire, <laughs> owner of many sports teams, yeah. um, based out of Boston, like GE. And... um. And so we're just trying to make our way in this world, yeah. As sort of the the indie, the scrappy, yeah, the we the artistic, got this really grassroots ass podcast. Yes. And right. I do mean grassroots, Peter. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, and you know they come in with their corporate money and try to fuck everything up. Uh, it has elevated uh, yes. to actual beef. Shots, I believe, Peter. shots have been fired on internet. I no, I have news that you don't even know, Peter. Mm-mm. So. Uh-oh. Uh, start chronologically, PJ, for the listener's sake. So what happened was uh, there was a tweet from the Beach Boys Boys account yes. that was tweeting at 
Yeah, who this, wrote that tweet? I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, uh, this whoever whoever our social media intern is these days. Big boy. <laughs> some fucking college kid. Um, so to the Beach mm-hmm. Boys podcast. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, we fucking beefing something along those lines. I don't have that one pulled up, but oh, I do. Would you like to see it? Sure. Uh, no, actually, I don't have it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, but then... But they did reply to the Beach Boys boys. And they said, shitty podcast, shitty hosts, which is a quote from yes. our podcast. Mm-hmm. At I believe it's something we might have said in tandem at one point I believe during so. a rant. Yeah. Not even yeah. sure we can attribute that to one of us. You know what's weird? We In tandem, we say a lot of things about... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, when we get on that rant, man, we just get on we, the same page... Yeah. And it's like you and I, yeah, we're yeah. just, we're rolling. We just have we're the same mind where we think is fucking shitty. Terrible. Yeah. Close. Close, yeah. <laughs> um, at this same time, the, the main dude from mm-hmm. uh Not to be named. We don't want to blow I'm up not his g- spot. I'm not going to name him. Not only because we're beefing, but also yeah. because we don't want him to go the way of the Property Brothers. Exactly. We don't want to dox the fuck out of him. Um, <laughs> Just to be very clear, we are not asking anybody ever to dock someone on our podcast no. who is a host of a different podcast. Okay, continue. Um, <laughs> looking at you, Scott Ackerman. <laughs> um, but we, he sent me a, a friend request on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He followed uh, both my personal Twitter and the Beach Boys Boys Twitter Damn. on two different accounts. Guns out. And sent me an email, which yes. should I read verbatim? I believe you can. I believe you can read it verbatim. Ber- ber- okay. This gentleman said, "Love the podcast, guys. I've listened to the first five or six episodes, and I especially loved it when you talk shit about me and man more than a real fan yeah. would. <laughs> yeah, talk shit about me it's and like half our show. Expletive deleted. Mm-hmm. Not expletive. This name is deleted. Uh, yeah. Gonna do a segment about you guys on our next episode." beef boys okay and then he said honestly i wish i could casually just talk about sucking my co-host dick or jerking off in brian wilson's house like you do but we are the pg or corporate beach boys podcast i think he meant ge but yeah okay yeah i think so too. It, uh, he definitely was dropping their sponsorship yeah. which is worldwide corporation general electric yeah so i'm gonna have to just live vicariously through y'all excited to keep listening and which, i great overture but we're not falling for it dude no come on come on he should know Niceness, PJ, your closest friend, yeah, is your greatest enemy. I think, and that's what he's trying to do. I think, I think. you're right about that. That's Dennis figured that out because the ocean killed him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. Um. Then, um. So, so this all happened at like midnight. He all did this very yeah, late at night. You were texting me, and I was trying to go to sleep yeah. and yet could not because because yeah. you were so excited about yeah uh what was going on mm-hmm. so then i sent him a nice email the next day <laughs> was that that was a big pause after nice was I, it actually nice it per- i'll read yeah. it if you want oh i think i think it was nice but yeah, yeah. i said hey man thanks for listening we're fans of your podcast as well i mm-hmm. lied uh <laughs> and we tried to keep it highbrow with our humor as you can tell we really appreciate your sense of humor about this. We just thought it would be really funny to punch above our weight class, so to speak. Also, yeah. it's a recurring segment on our podcast, so we don't remember anything we say. So sorry in advance and be prepared for anything. haha. And so I said that because he said he was in episode five or six. Right. And I have no idea what we had said about him. No, because, yeah, it got deep enough into the podcast that um, 
I think we truly forgot that they were real people. Yeah, that <laughs> absolutely happened. Which is good. And then I said, feel free to say anything you like about us on your Beef Boy segment. Uh-oh. Thanks for reaching out, man. <laughs> Uh-oh. Right, okay. I'm scared now. No, 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 no. Okay. They have not come out with a podcast since then. They seem to come out very intermittently. Yeah. I scrolled through their feet, and like, not only do they do it out of order, which, as we've already talked about, is a terrible Peter, idea. Yeah. Because the albums didn't come out out of order. That's true. I'm waving my hands in the he air is. like I can't believe frustrated. someone would think it was a good idea. But they also do not come out with episodes every week on the same day, similar length, similar style, similar yeah. tone, like like we do, where sporadic. we are cultivating, yeah, we are cultivating a listenership who are trained to expect something because the we're, after, deserve yeah, we're after that P&G money. We're after that P&G money. Uh Everyone knows GE's biggest rival, P&G. <laughs> P&G, yeah. That and Philip Morris. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just all those letters, and yeah. they're trying to amass all of them. And right now, they both only have two, but they're yeah. fighting over one yeah. of those, you know? So it's just tough, man. It's tough out there for a corporate Yeah. It, much like corporate company. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's mm-hmm. tough out there for a corporate company. That's true. Um, uh, after this, what I assume happened is he continued listening to our podcast and he rescinded his Facebook um, oh no f- uh, request to me, and also it, like it just disappeared. Uh, so it sa- I didn't accept it because I was waiting to send the email, so it looked yeah. like I had been asleep or something. Okay. Um, because so, I I didn't want him to know I was freaking out and being right. like, oh and no, like, he's a real person. Yeah, midnight and emailing back. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then I. I sent him the email, and there was no response. Oh, damn. I think we may have gone too far at some point. <laughs> and he listened to it and was like, huh, fuck these guys now. <laughs> so so I, you're saying the beef turned the beef turned real. The, the beef, beef got thrown on the grill. Yeah. It's, All it's right. fucking filet mignon up in here, Peter. Well, that's good. So I'm lawyered up already. I know that. Yeah. I just texted my guys. That's good. And they're on it. I texted my gals because, yeah, know, equality. Mm-hmm. Um. You take all the female lawyers. I take all the male lawyers. Exactly. Equality. Yeah. Uh, but I think I I have not listened back to what we said that may have made him be like, oh, fuck that. Right. But I'm certain that's what happened. I'm waiting for his next podcast to come out to see if he says anything about it. <laughs> um, These guys were too mean. Right? Like, <laughs> hey, what if he's just super nice about it and he's just like, there's this podcast that's being very mean to us and we would just like them to stop yeah (laughs) i feel like such an asshole but since we have already activated the beef fuck you on you fucking pieces of shit shitty podcast shitty hosts get bent motherfuckers if you're making a beach boys podcast named the same name as your beach boys cover band yeah you should probably be able to take some ribbing yeah about the idea of both of those things happening and also exactly. some and let's be totally fair here constructive criticism about the way you do your <laughs> podcast yep you know from people who are both a more experienced b like we've said we're starting a fucking grassroots campaign yeah. we didn't just get money thrown at us by our parents to start a yeah. podcast yeah we had to work for that Wait, money well, peter had to suck my yes dick exactly and pay me for it one of us had to work for the, very yeah. hard for the money that yeah. our parents gave us to start this podcast exactly so. Yeah, but or PJ, do you think it's possible that seventh episode he realized he just couldn't fucking take our voices anymore? <laughs> that very well also could have been it. I wonder what the seventh episode is. 
We could look up our order. Oh, it's and the one where we talked about Seventh Heaven. Um, yeah, but uh, I also went so far as to ask you what you thought the meanest episode we ever talked about them was, mm-hmm. and then I edited out some of the really mean shit we said in that episode. Do you think he got there too fast? Uh, that was like, or did someone on Twitter post? That could have been yeah. <laughs> someone on the internet. Uh, Somebody, okay. or no? What's the what's the website where they can? Uh, where you can file away old pages, like before they've been updated, old internet pages. The Library of Congress. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, um, all right. Yeah. So. So is this ending with, <laughs> with doubling down or with an apology or? Oh, I already doubled down. I told them right, to go fuck okay. themselves and get met, motherfuckers. Cool. And I wrote a rap about how they suck. That's true. About how they suck and how we smoke so, so much weed. So we're doubling down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We've doubled down because Fantastic. at this point. He's he hasn't emailed me back. What are we gonna do? Exactly. There's nothing more we can do. And until he emails me back or comes out with a podcast, you little bitch. Yeah. Now, we should act on more like. Uh, oh fuck! I didn't have anything. We already did on more like more like off. I think more like fail but. on. I'm gonna have to bleep both of those because yeah, I don't even okay. want to rhyme with what he said. I mean, you could also just like get rid of most of this conversation from the actual. Also, okay, I will say, Ceylon, interesting-looking group of dudes, uh, and I especially like the one guy who is being Mike. Oh, or yeah, maybe, with the hat. or no, he's trying to be Daryl Dragon for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> that needs to be in the tribute. Yeah, <laughs> the tribute band. Strange. But the man who reached out to us has fucking amazing hair. Oh, it's great. I am so. When I uh, when my hair starts to lose its color, because mm-hmm. I have no idea how old he is, uh, he could. My be guess is late thirties. I think probably he went gray early. Yeah. yeah, but he might have gone gray, you know, early as some people do. But when my hair starts to lose its color, I hope I look half as good as that man's salt and pepper yeah. beard and hair does. Because holy shit! Here's the thing: I will compliment them individually. However, yes, not as a whole group. All right. Do you want to read some <laughs> reviews on their website? Uh, I would love to. All right. From a private club in Dallas, Texas, quote, better than the actual Beach Boys. Oh, wow. Our all-time favorite program at the club ever. How soon can we have them back? Oh, these are some of the comments their club members made. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, Let's see. The band had great communication, obviously, because they respond to emails quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Throughout the booking process. Great. Okay. Fun, high-energy show. I wonder, so here's what I want to know, actually. How high energy? Not as high as we are, Peter. Okay. That's what's up. I wonder if they're coming anywhere near us. No, they're very no. much just over in the east. They're based in mid, Nashville, though. East. Yeah. And I'm going to Nashville in August. Wow, they're playing in Red Wing, Minnesota in August. I'm they aren't s- even coming close to us. Colorado's the close. Oh, Arizona. Oh, they're coming to, oh, wait, no. Yeah, Colorado's like the furthest west they go. I'm going to see if I can be on their podcast. I hit the Play My City button. <laughs> wonder if they'll come over to Missoula. You mean Anaheim? Well, I'm going up to Missoula for the summer, oh, okay. as we've talked about. Yeah, I got drafted. Okay, just some of the songs they know. Well, that's not very interesting, honestly. I want to see a set list, damn it. I wonder if there's a on set list FM. They also have a phone number. Yeah, there's Peter. a phone number on there. Do you want to call it live on air right I now? I want to call it live on air right now. All right, let's do it. You can get a free download of Don't Worry Baby. Hello. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. PJ and Peter of the Beach Boys Boys.
just got really nervous. No, it's fine. This guy named Mike. Peter. I'm starting to get nervous, man. The Google subscriber you have called is not available. Hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. Absolutely. Hey, how's it going? Uh, if this is uh, I guess we're not really sure who answers this phone. Um, this is PJ and Peter of the Beach Boys Boys, as you know. Hello. Uh, that's that's Peter. This is PJ. Uh, we were just wondering. Um, well, we were going to call to see if we had offended you in any way. We are live on air, by the way. Yes. Um, this voicemail is being <laughs> recorded. <laughs> this voicemail is being recorded live. Um, and From beautiful Anaheim. From beautiful Anaheim, California. And we were just wondering if we had offended you in any way because you did not return our email. And we wanted to know if we should, uh, you know, ramp up this beef or Mm -hmm. take it down a notch. Because we've got the beef. Okay, so the grill is hot at the moment. The barbecue is piping hot. Piping. The beef is formed into a patty and in PJ's hand. And at the moment, we have aprons on. We are ready to drop the beef onto the grill. Yeah. And um, that will take this to a whole nother level. We have the beef. We just don't know whether or not to cook the beef yet. Right, exactly. Um, That's true. So if you would call us back at this number, preferably uh, when we're recording. I don't know how right, you would know. Just, yeah, just um, make sure it's when we're recording. Make sure it's though. when we're recording. Uh, that would be great. Um, also, I'm going to be in Nashville at some time. Let me be on your podcast, man. In August. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Bye. All right. I think that went great. I think it went gr- really well. <laughs> I don't know if it should be in the final episode, but I think it went great. Oh, it is going if to If he be calls there. back, it will be. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave this. Yeah. Uh, at the surfer's room. Bop, bop, bop. All so, right. Uh, that's been surfer's rule if that seemed like a short bit we did that for 20 minutes and most of it got well we did have to figure out in the moment how to do the phone that's fair all right all right well and that has been i think it's time i think it's time for a break and we'll come back and check out holland their 1973 release hell yeah Tell you that I did a Beach Boy song when I played my last show. No, which one? Uh, do you want to dance? Nice. Yeah. Solo was. acoustic? How did that go? No, it was with drums oh. and electric guitar. Oh. Yeah, there's yeah. Okay, cool. And we're back. Oh, should you can have the music? No, it's fine. Don't worry about okay. it. I'll just do it in post. And we're yeah, back. That's what I thought. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. To talk about Holland, PJ. Holland. We are, and I don't want to get too crazy with it we are holland ass on yes the beach boys albums no but we are at the end of well well i don't want to i don't want to omit holland ass now because that was really good but i fucked up what i was gonna say okay we're talking about holland today it is the beach boys uh 
last album, I guess, just of this era. Yeah. Um, Which, so... Like, it's not really technically the end of any era, but... This is their last one before their big comeback, though, right? So, their comeback was weird. Yeah. And I guess we're just going to get into it now, then. Yeah. So, their well. comeback wasn't really purposeful or planned. Essentially, they, like, took a year off after Holland, okay. which is not all that long. No. And then reprise. Well, for the Beach Boys, it's kind of a long time. Yeah. During during this uh, time period, it's not all that long, though. Yeah. But okay. And so, like, they took a year off, and then Reprise released um, a compilation album, which was the first one since, like, the last uh, Capital yeah. Beach Boys, Best of the Beach Boys Volume 3, which flopped totally miserably. So they released a, a compilation album, which was the Endless Summer, I believe, was okay. the first one. And that sold, like, gangbusters. Like, it was their, the Beach Boys, like, first top 30 album in several years probably since what, since what was pet the last? Sound, or yeah, pet before sounds, pet sounds even maybe because pet sounds didn't sell super well not what, in the states there, yeah. there was one that sold pretty well after right yeah but i don't think any of them got that high that surfs high. up maybe but anyway yeah, yeah. it was just an unqualified hit for them which yeah. took them all by surprise because then had a <laughs> hit yeah. album in a long time so then the next year reprise did that other another compilation album the one fucking what's it called i should know off the top of my head i don't know the album cover is like a kind of carnival thing and it's something about like good old usa or something is the oh, name of it that sounds familiar yeah but yeah i don't I, I could not come up with the name so they released that one the next year and it also sold insanely well yeah and part of the reason for that is that american graffiti came out in 73 oh, yeah and there were a few early beach boy songs on there and that kicked off the whole like 50s revivalism thing yeah and you know greece came out by 76 and all of that was happening. So by so the Beach Boys were at that point just touring for like two right. years, just doing, just riding the wave of like everyone caring about them. They did like mm -hmm. a joint tour with Chicago, who were mega huge at that time. A joint and like, tour? That sounds yeah. like something we'd do. Mm -hmm. We'd. Yeah. Yeah. And they like shared the bill equally. Like people were just yeah. as excited to see both. And so the Beach Boys were just kind of reveling in that for a while and making <laughs> making money for the first time in a while too. I was making my really good marijuana joke. Uh, what was the band that they were touring with? Chicago. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, like in 74 or whenever it was. That'd be a pretty big deal. Pretty killer show. <laughs> and so, yeah, they would do this thing where they would each play like two or three of each other's songs like at the end of oh, their, like when they led cool. into the other set list. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty awesome. And then, um, which we should find some of those Chicago versions of Beach Boys oh, songs. Oh, yeah. I bet they're way good. They're probably amazing. I love yeah. Chicago. If there's like a sweet long guitar yeah. solo in the middle of something. So um, so then they just focused on touring for like two or three years. And yeah. then Brian came back and it got really complicated. And we'll go into it mm -hmm. like when we cover the comeback. But yeah. there's a sense among Beach Boys fans that like if they had kind of just kept their head down and kept working in the studio they would have continued along what people view as like a really good trajectory from surfs up in holland and like sunflower yeah um but instead got kind of just waylaid by the money and then distracted by the brian's back thing and then we're releasing disco versions of here comes the night by 79 so that sounds amazing yeah yeah so it's a pretty wild era for them but this basically marks the end of like of the second era of the beach boys the yeah. post pet sounds era and then after this is basically just the Beach Boys as a revivalist slash old person group. Like yeah. even when they were releasing oh, new so songs like that were supposed <laughs> to be, you know, whatever, yeah. experimental or new or anything. Like they were just old guys in rock at that point and yeah. no one cared.
it wasn't like the stones where anyone cared about their late 70s output you yeah know? like so there's some really good stone stuff from mm-hmm. around this era. Mm-hmm. So, but today is Holland, Holland, which is so named because at Jack Riley's I insistence, kn- I actually know this, they recorded in Holland. Yep, the Netherlands, uh, in the, a town called Bombrouge, which I really have no idea how to uh, actually, actually pronounce that. But, yeah. um, so Jack Riley again making his weird suggestions for the band, and honestly, again, I think it's a good idea. Like it was kind of stupid. For reasons we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. but just the Beach Boys having um, direction and stuff is uh, pretty good. Yeah. Do you think they stole that whole "Let's go record in Holland" from the Stones? Cause oh yeah, maybe seventy-two Exile Main Street. That was France, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, but the Stones thing was a they couldn't go back to London for tax purposes, right? Or the United States, I believe. Oh, okay. They couldn't go to either because of tax. Reason. Yeah, yeah. So, and the Beach Boys were literally, but maybe Riley saw that right. and just was like, "Hey, let's be." But cool I mean, like they made guys. probably the best Stones album. Yeah. Then, do you think that's what they were going for? Like, it's yeah, possible. Maybe Jack Riley was like Zeppelin did the same thing where they just would oh, go to like yeah. castles and record. Jack Riley was a little bit of a little bit of a grifter you know like he was just a dj who basically talked his way into being the beach boys manager so it wouldn't surprise me at all if he was just like oh other big bands are doing this we should do this so but (laughs) part of his great idea was to ship the entirety of the brother records home studio to holland and reassemble it in this barn that he had rented for like three thousand whatever their currency was a month which according to some person on a message board was a lot of money yeah and uh when they tried to reassemble it it both didn't work very well and like they didn't account for the fact that electricity was different over there and so just like half of the equipment wouldn't work right (laughs) and like they were trying to plug you know plugs into the wrong plug and so it it was apparently just miserable the best quote from this era is from our boy al it was rough we were working 24 7 in a small homemade rebuilt piecemeal little studio in a garage next to a cow pasture yeah it was rough yeah we didn't even have the correct electricity that kind of affected the sound of our equipment it was a mixed blessing which is interesting by the end that he says it was any sort of a blessing but yeah i think that would just be terrible well, i mean he probably enjoys the album I mean, the album does sound good, but I have to imagine a lot of that is coming back to L.A. and finishing it in post. Because yeah. a couple of the songs uh, were definitely recorded in L.A. Okay. Um, and so now, right now in the band, there it's yeah. Al, Mike, the Wilsons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Blondie Ricky and Blondie. And Ricky. Yeah. Is that it? Yes. Okay. So and, and they all went to Holland. Although, okay, so there's a couple things about that. First of all, Bruce Johnston, for some reason, claimed yeah. in like some later interview uh, that he went to Holland too. Yeah. And like that they were like, Bruce, we need you to come out and do vocals for the record, even though he wasn't technically yeah. a member of the band, which knowing Bruce is really good friends with Mike seems like a little just bit of yeah. posturing on Absolutely. his part. Yeah. And then, because I only found it, evidence of that like in a quote from him yeah there wasn't so Th- that's actually something i had read because i was looking yeah. up the track listing for holland and i read the wikipedia page right um yeah that quote in the wikipedia page is the only place where i found that yeah so where like Bruce nowhere insists, else did it mention yeah. that so yeah. who knows but and then uh brian <laughs> so part of jack riley's whole thing about getting them to holland was to get brian out of uh his depression and then yeah. brian didn't end up coming until like the last week or something sounds about right so yeah it didn't really work obviously yeah 
and also but it was also just because aside from being depressed and out of it um brian was also just at a very different place musically than the band at that point and they didn't really know how to work together essentially anymore that makes sense, which yeah. we will see when we get to the album yeah so uh yeah actually we're ready to get to the album yeah i think <laughs> i think we're ready all right the first track uh is <laughs> sailor it was am written I, wait, wait wait am i gonna have to bleep that out too no i don't think so oh. although it is the namesake of i'm gonna bleep it out some of those words yeah it's only in reference to them some of those words make up yeah the name i won't of bleep the it podcast. out of a song but every time we say it it's gonna have to get bleeped. all right um so blondie sang but um yeah. and it's technically a brian composition although basically everyone and their mother is credited on the song including van dyke parks <laughs> and jack riley huh um so they submitted the album and reprise sent it back to and asked for a single and yeah. so Van Dyke like forced Brian to finish this song, which essentially meant everyone else pitched into. And like, yeah. so I think the little middle eighth in it is um is not Brian, like just the just the beginning yeah. uh, verses and stuff are Brian. And so anyway, but Blondie sang lead, uh, Mama on Ceylon Sailor, and it did not actually do well on the charts or anything. But yeah. it's a like late era classic this yeah. is one of those that's like one of the few 70s tracks that's on a that people greatest dig. hits yeah, yeah. And I gotta love say, that Peter. synth coming up at the beginning yeah. like a THX yeah. <laughs> sign at the beginning of a VHS tape I gotta say this song slaps. This I song is it. amazing. It's so good. Yeah, it's very, um, very good. Blondie is a great singer. The backing Blondie. lyrics are yeah. great. The melody is great. Yeah, I, I think they should probably demand more singles from the Beach Boys. Yeah, because if this was demanded, that's fucking. This is rad as hell. Yeah, right. This is maybe their third best start to an album. Yeah, Pet it's Sounds, up there with Sunflower one, and Pet Sounds. Sunflower two. Yeah. This one. Yeah, I think yeah. you might be right. It, this good. is like the first song in a while that we've gotten that is just a straight up like roll the windows down and jam song yeah. from the Beach Boys, which is awesome. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Man, and uh, 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 not Blondie. Blondie, but the other one. Oh, Ricky on the drums. Ricky, Ricky, drum. yeah. man. Yeah. He kills it. He yeah. fucking kills it every song he's drumming on. So um, this is not the first album that they use the Moog synthesizer on, but yeah. this is the, like, the Moog is literally on, I think, every single song. Yeah. So that was the synth part at the beginning. They use it as, like, a fill-in bass part a lot. Yeah. We'll hear Moog all over this record, and it's great. Um, Actually, it's pronounced Moog. Is it really? It is. Oh, I'm such a dumbass. Yeah. I didn't know that until somebody corrected me. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I'm like a... I'm like a big fan of music from this era and yeah. have read that a million times in my life and never okay is the guy dutch or something yeah yeah okay yeah. moog all right love the moog notes then yeah it doesn't sound as good but like <laughs> that's what it is it's such a good song yeah it is it's a lot and the middle eighth is so good oh, yeah a lot is the drums that like yeah do it. Well, and this middle eighth sounds very much like the kind of soul that Ricky and Blondie brought to the group, except just yeah. integrated into a, a middle Beach eight. Boys song. Yeah. So 
and they have a song that they just both wrote and sang later on the record. Yeah. And like they at this point sound exactly like they should be in the Beach Boys. Like oh yeah. I kind of this is the I don't hate yeah. the the idea that like if they just kept this group together, even Sans Brian a little bit, yeah. like they could have made some really cool records into the later seventies because they just would have gotten experimental and weird yeah. and always had a great bass player and singer though and like what's the song that they did on Sunflower that it's just them. Where uh, you I, mean Carl and the Passions. Oh, sorry, on Carl and the Passions, yeah. yeah. Let me find it real quick. Um, it's the second track, and I can't remember yeah. the name. Uh, but so Here I, She Comes. Yeah, like I was saying, that one was not a Beach Boys song. But this one great. is very much a Beach Boys song, yeah. but like... Well, and their song bumps. later, I think, sounds like a Beach Boys song to me, yeah. too. This is yeah, That was like the best a new Sail member has been amazing. integrated with new stuff. It was oh, great. Yeah. It's yeah. a good song. All right, Steamboat. This was a uh, written by Dennis with some Jack Riley lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and then Carl sang lead with a little bit of Dennis help. Okay. Ob's Dennis or Ob's Carl here. Oh yeah. Carl is just straight up. Okay, so we recently released the Jan and Dean episode. Yeah. Which um, made me, uh, I re-listened to it, yeah. and there's a long conversation about whether or not any of the Beach Boys are good singers, which, yeah. to be fair, we recorded that episode when we were still in, like, 1965 Beach Boys time. Yeah, we recorded but that But in it, I assert that Carl is a great singer by, like, late 60s, early 70s, and I just have to say I'm so fucking right, because he is by far, he is, I think, inarguably, yep. a really, really good singer at this point. I think so. I think yeah. it was just, like, them... It was a matter of them, them finding kids. their voices. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's a great way to put it, PJ. Yeah. yeah. They had to just kind of grow into themselves as musicians and, yeah. like, yeah. I thought you were being uh, facetious there, but then no, you no. genuinely like I totally agree. Because, no. like, we talk about God Only Knows on that yeah. uh, episode and how, like, Carl does a great job singing it, but he literally is just trying it to sound like Brian. Yeah. And so, yeah, they all come into their own in a great way. Even Denny early on was trying to be, like, yeah, like a little Brian, bit. But, like... Like, Mike was the only one who would ever sound that different. Yeah. And, like, when you hear albums from that era where all of them sing, you can tell them apart just because they're different people, but it's yeah. a lot harder to. Yeah, Whereas, absolutely. like, on Surf's Up or Sunflower, you can tell song to song, yeah, like, immediately, who? oh, this is Mike or Al or whoever. There is one album where there was a definitive change where i could hear the difference and i remember it was around early 70s yeah. i remember me, I the, the, I think podca- it was on the podcast being yeah. like oh that's a uh, this person right. lead. and like saying it out loud but um yeah they're it, they just had to find it and now they're like they sing well it's just a matter of like the whole thing some of it not being great right this song is fine yeah, I like it fine. It's a little annoying that it's the second song, and it's like a little bit of a downer, but it's a good song. Yeah. It's got a good guitar solo here. Good yeah. slide oh, solo. Oh, I do like this slide. Yeah. There's slide a little bit later on the album, too, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this song actually is really good. Like, yeah. it's very stupid and on the nose in a way the Beach Boys love to be but yeah. it literally sounds like a steamboat and it's kind of fun in its own way mm-hmm. like it's a little yellow submarine except yeah. not as cartoony but like yeah. there's like weird clanks in the beat and stuff that just yeah. sound like you're like rolling down a canal this guitar solo rules it's yeah. very like not guitar solo it's just like slow and 
atmospheric more. It, atmos- yeah. yeah, atmospheric. That's a good word. I like it. Um, I wonder if we have the name of who plays slide guitar. It's got to be Blondie, right? So Steel Guitar is by this guy named Tony Martin Jr. Huh. Yeah. Good name. Um... So Blondie only ever play. Oh, he plays guitar. So yes. guitar and bass and sings. Oh, Ricky does play slide on Big Sur, which is maybe the one you're thinking of. That is yeah. the one I'm thinking of. So and then drums and vocals. Uh, Al plays the banjo when that shows up. Holy which shit! Which is cool. Yeah, that's. Crazy. I love Al with a banjo. Is perfect. Yeah. Do you think it's like a real banjo or one of those fake banjos that people play? That's just a guitar. Because <laughs> those drive me crazy. That's a good question. Uh, Mike just sings. Loser. Yeah. Next. All right. California Saga, Big Sur. This is a Mike Love composition. We're back to uh, the California roots. Yeah. Written and sung by Mike Love. Mike Love. In his low register, I guess you'd call it. I don't know. Yeah. This is the best Mike Love written song. I was going to ask you if you thought that. Because I don't know if I agree. I'd have to be a little more. I really. What did I love Mike's vocal on in something earlier in the 70s? I don't remember. Oh, Don't Go Near the Water. I really oh. like him on too. This reminds me of that though. Like this reminds me of his Surf's Up stuff, which I found yeah. very good. And not his Carl and the Fashion stuff, which I found annoying as shit. Yeah. This is this is really good. I like this. This is song. fantastic. Like it's a little obviously maybe like Neil Young or Eaglesy, You know. I wouldn't say Eaglesy quite. Okay. I guess just like the California country rock yeah. is what makes me think of that. You're I, right that it doesn't sound exactly like I it, know what you're you're thinking though. Um I really But definitely like the influenced by like the Neil Young folk thing. Rock. Like any late sixties, early seventies folk rockers. Yeah. But Yeah. But yeah, the harmonica's great. The slide guitar like is amazing. The slide guitar. Yeah. I like the hum harmonies in the background. Yeah. Where they're just mean along. Yeah, this is a really good song. It is um, a really good song. The lyrics are a little lame, but yeah, who cares? At, at this point, it's like not even lyrics that are... I don't know. I'm not taking into account lyrics because I know they're all fucking stupid. Um, there's some that are beautiful, yeah. but like for the most part, they're not a very lyrically oriented band. Unless uh, Van Dyke Parks is writing it, then it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. They have some interesting lyrics, but I mean, some. this is just fairly boilerplate. Like, like supposedly the California saga was written by him and Al as like a we miss being in California thing yeah. when they were in Holland, and it's just very much exactly we would expect them to be like, oh, yeah. we miss the green hills and the waves on the beach, and you're like, yeah, we and know what California surf. is. Yeah. yeah, of course we know what California is, Peter. So yeah, I know this song is. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a good song. Yeah. It's wild how much they're jumping like it how good this album so far at least is and surfs up were. It just yeah. makes Carl and the Passion seem like it didn't even need to happen essentially. Carl and the Passion sucked. Well, so the problem with Carl and the Passions is that it just didn't Surfs Up and Sunflower and this even for all their weak moments, they all had like a purpose and a yeah. like thematic kind of uniting element for the album, which helps yeah. the Beach Boys so goddamn it much. It does because when, when they're, they're just like left producing own, and uh, writing in yeah. a mind space together, like. Ooh. Okay, so this is uh, the Beaks of Eagles, written or uh, sung by. An eagle. 
eagle's nest on the head of an old redwood precipice. This song is very stupid. I wish that it wasn't. That's maybe the first time they've done that since Pet Sounds, where it just goes like yeah. into the next song. But I Do wish it wasn't suite. that good song going into, into this, this terrible, shitty, one. shitty song. So it's is a, this Denny? Well, and this is too long to just like kind of ignore too. It's three yeah. and a half minutes, yeah. or it's almost four minutes. So no, this is Al. So this is a poem. I forget the guy's name, but some poem about eagles. Yeah. Oh, there. Eagles coming back again. Maybe you're right about that. See what I did there? <laughs> See, but I really like the song parts of it. The song yeah. parts are great. The song parts are good, but I that is a bad intro. Well, and then he keeps going back to it. Yeah. Like, those parts I, mean, I really like. Like, it's yeah. great, like, AM kind of rock stuff. Yeah, I do like these parts. It's very right good. About that. And it makes it even more obnoxious that, like, it's the crappy over... Over, uh, over composed poem stuff with she eagle all over it. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we're just gonna skip to California. Okay. The third of the California saga, which I love that only three songs into the California saga, they ran out of subtitles and just went California. California. Yeah. The name of the song. Is so California. this is the banjo. Oh yeah, this is not very hard banjo playing. So this is like a mix of like all of their previous stuff. Yeah. So in a second we're gonna get the synth line or the bass line on a mug moog synth from California Girls. Okay. And then this intro is like supposed to be cool, cool water. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you ever been south this I like this part. Yeah, but we have the bass line from California Girls with a new melody and lyrics over it. Yeah. Um, I did not like that intro. It was very, I don't know, jumbly. Yeah, it was a little too much. I do like this, though. Well, it was supposed to, like, this song, I think, is essentially weirdly, because it's in the same band, but, like, yeah. supposed to kind of be an answer to California Girls Yeah. by Al. And so the intro, I think, is supposed to mimic the, like, orchestral intro of the original, yeah. but it, with, you know, whatever, what the Beach Boys are now. Yeah. And so... I don't know if I like that idea, though. No, I don't like that idea. Of them, like, answering California Girls a decade later? Yeah. Well, because okay. it's a creepy song. California well, Girls. yeah. So, like, arguably it should be good to revisit it and be like, no, this is who right. we are now. But they didn't do that well. That's kind of true. It's just a matter I of do whether really or not they like, can do it well. The problem is, if they just didn't use the bass line from California Girls, I would love this song. Like, the melody is great. Um, See, I really like the harmonies on it. I, I like everything about it, but that they're using the California Girls thing. I don't mind that they did that. I just don't like that they like said that, like they could have done that and not said anything about it, and it would have been a great song. But I don't like that they were like, "This is the answer to California Girls." Well, I don't know if they came out and said that like in as many yeah. words. It was more just in reviews, people would notice it and say, "Is this that?" Yeah, I don't musically, know. this is a good song. Right, I, I like it, but. Like, this part is great. I like it. Yeah. So. Cool. And uh, I think that's the end of side one for the California saga. And the traitor. That's Carl's kid saying hi. That was pretty cute. Yeah. So this is the traitor. This is 
the world's favorite song from this record over yeah. Sail on Sailor. Why? Carl's vocal take is magnificent, the best of its kind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of really strong descriptors for how great his vocal take is. I'm going to disagree with the world on this one. Let's give it a few minutes and then I'll... I mean, my thing is just like Sail on Sailor is just a really good song. I do like this part. How he says sign sincerely is really awesome. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's weird that you picked out that one thing. It's great. Sign sincerely. It's great. I love it. Um, So the chorus is the exact same melody as Long Promised Road, which means that in the span of two years, Carl is rewriting yeah. songs that he wrote. Um, but it's like a regular candle in the wind. Yeah, it's a little weird because this song is very good, I think. Yeah. But it's honestly just oh. like, how does no one give a shit that he's using the exact same chorus melody two years later? <laughs> um, it is weird to me that this is people's favorite. Um, so it's, Tom Petty yeah. really loves this record. That doesn't uh, surprise like has me. gone on record. Yeah. Can't think of more words. And I um, love Tom as Petty. saying it's like his favorite Beach Boys record. So he wrote the intro to like the deluxe reissued version. Yeah. And in it, he calls this song one of the greatest rock vocals ever recorded. Huh. So if you like Tom Petty, you can't disagree with that take. <laughs> I mean, I can like Tom Petty and disagree with no, him. No, you have to. You have to be okay with it. To respect the dead, I will. But no, yeah. I don't think it's a bad song. Yeah. I just don't think it's the best one on this record. I don't even think it's second. It may be the best piece of work ever by a man who did many, many great vocals, referencing Carl. Yeah. It's the centerpiece to Holland, and all these years later, still leaves me with my mouth hung open when I hear it. Speaking of which... Which, actually, coming from Tom Petty, who I do not like, seems about right that he'd be so impressed by this. (laughs) What? Tom Petty (laughs) rules. You're wrong. So, but this is the... It's sort of two song in one thing, and I really like the back half. But uh, this half of the song is fantastic. Speaking of... um, the Beach Boys and Tom Petty. I forgot that we actually do have Beach Boys news. We'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the reminder, though. Yeah, no problem. This part is really cool, I think. I like this part of the trader. I don't know. It's fine. It's it's no better than the rest of it. Lying, it's better because it's not mugging uh, melodies from his own goddamn song. All right, leaving this town. It basically goes on like that till the end, by the way. This is the Ricky and Blondie song that they wrote and sang. I really liked this one. This song is really good. This is probably my second favorite album. Yeah. Or second favorite song on the album. Oh, okay. They have the most, well... They're not white, so this makes no. sense that I'm going to say this. They have the most soul of all of them. <laughs> yes, by a lot. Yeah. So they, I good. did a little more looking into the Flames. Yeah. They're, so they were around since like 1963, and it was yeah. three brothers. Um, oh. It was Blondie and like three of his brothers, and then another guy. And then like a bunch of the brothers left, and like Ricky joined, and Blondie became the lead singer in 1967 or 68. Yeah. 
And then after that, they pretty much exclusively did like like Atlantic soul covers, you know, like Wilson Pickett yeah. kind of like only soul covers. Huh. Their records were like eight soul covers and then two originals. And so Weird. and they do it great. There's a try a little tenderness with Blondie singing that is like as good as the Otis Redding, which is saying yeah. something. Well, yeah, because Otis Redding fucking rules. Yeah. So like um So the Flame have their roots in uh in soul for sure. Yeah. Like their first three albums were just variations on like Sounds of Soul kind of thing. Yeah. By the Flames. Which you can kinda tell, but like yeah. they do it well. They're very good. Blondie and Do you uh, want to hear his version, the Flames version of I Was Made to Love Her? Oh, yes, I that do. That the Beach Boys have covered? Okay. Yeah. We'll finish a little bit of Leaving This Town. I want to get to the synth solo, which kills. This whole song kills. Slays? Yeah, this song slays. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the synth on this one does. I just remembered. It's awesome. Well, and then this also, like, it's not Beach Boysy per se, but it also not doesn't really. stand out nearly as much as their songs from the oh, last yeah. record. Well, like, this fits into the record a lot better. Well, they made this song with the rest of them. Which, which is, helps, probably, yeah. 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 And, like, kind of just it being a piano ballad, and, like, they've got some yeah. gang vocals, as we I just mean, heard. Yeah, this definitely sounds like this era of Beach Boys. Yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, if Carl was just singing, you'd go, oh, it's Carl's song. Yeah. I really like... There we go. And this is, like, a three-minute solo, I think. Yeah. I really like their Moog stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. Anything Moog is great. Yeah. Bass lines on a Moog are super cool. You can hear a little I bit. I know. The California girls' yeah. bass line on a Moog is really, yeah, really, really cool. cool. Yeah. 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 So that grooves out for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do I Was Made to Love Her. I already love it. Have a good horn section. Oh yeah. Born in Lord Rock, had a child, a sweetheart. Oh wow. He kinda just sounds like Stevie Wonder. He does. <laughs> but it's a little like different. Different yeah. enough to be like, this is crazy. Uh I wish there's more drums. That's my one thing about this. Yeah. Here, wait. Let's get some drums on this. Damn it, I've been trying this bit for so long. We're moving on to try a little tenderness. <laughs> Great pizza. Those drums were me, by the way. It was amazing. I'm going to do that for every song. Okay. We're not, it's going to make it better. It's, this is great. Solo. Try a little 
people are going to be really confused when they hear this and they're like, mm -hmm. where'd that sick drum beat come from? <laughs> Is this annoying you yet, Peter? Yes. <laughs> like, if he just, if he lived in the States, I could totally see him being signed to a soul oh, label yeah no no worries or yeah. this band yeah this is good this is really good oh see now they've got their own drums i don't have to no. do it anymore no you don't they also have a cover cover of purple haze that i feel like we have to listen to oh we gotta yeah it might be we should have just done a whole episode on the flames we probably should at some point because their other their like self-titled record is really good too This came up when I was listening to a playlist on Spotify. It's slow, um, yeah. uh, and it like the playlist ended, and it was like doing songs that were like that. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was this version, but I didn't really like think much of it. Maybe it wasn't, but I think so. It's really weird. I don't know if I like this one. I mean, covering Hendrix is a it, tough always, proposition. Yeah. Is there anybody who's covered Hendrix that was, like, good? No. He did a lot of covers that were excellent. Right, like, yeah. No, I don't think. Not that I know of, at least. It's like that weird chain noise. All right. If you were in a bar watching them, you'd be like, oh, wow, I'd be impressed if I, was in a, it, like, yeah. if I was in a bar but in this town. on a record, yeah, man. No. All right. Only With You is the next song I'll fall into. Well, that's the same with, like, Wipeout off that first album or whatever it was. Yeah, that's true. So this is written uh, by Dennis with some Mike, uh, Mike lyrics. Yeah. Uh, and then Carl sung, sang, sings it. Yeah. I'm not sure why Dennis is not singing on this record, honestly. It's a little uh, weird. Maybe he's going through a bender. I don't know. I would not be surprised. He's mm -hmm. fucking all them Poor guy. Holland chicks. Yes, those Dutch girls. Yeah. He likes the Dutch girls. Mm -hmm. Well, they got clogs. Exactly. He's gonna unclog them here pretty soon. <laughs> unclog those. Two. What was that, Peter? It just sounds like a euphemism for something very gross. Yeah. It's a better ballad than they usually do, and as the only ballad on the album is very tolerable. I actually was gonna say, probably my up for sure up there with my favorite ballads that they've done. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially in this era, like this oh, type of ballad yeah. that Dennis turns out a dime a dozen somehow. Yeah. Um, See, yeah. this does sound like a Denny song, but good. Do you think it's just because Carl's singing it and Denny is going his doing his best Bjork impression? I, I think yeah. I'm on the pillow. Yeah. I like the fingers <laughs> that you did. Yeah. You were you like do fingers with Bjork. You're like a confused wizard with it. your fingers. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the spell I'm going don't for yet. I know where my next <laughs> tooth is going. <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah, this one's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's a good ballad. Yeah. I will, I will, th that may be the first time I've ever said that about the Beach Boys. <laughs> uh, some of their, you know, pet sounding ballads are good. All right, Funky Pretty is the last track Final on here. Song. Pretty much everyone sings lead on this at some point. It's a, yeah. you know, like six-part group vocal. Oh, that synth in the background. Yeah. It's really great. It's good. This song is pretty good. 
It just sounds like it would be more like really fun to sing for them because it's just yeah. a bunch of like cool harmonies and interlocking yeah. melodies and stuff. That's like, something I was going to say about this album is it sounds like they were doing songs that A, they wanted to do yeah. and that they were like pretty much having fun doing it. That's true. It doesn't That's sound like there was any song that they were like fucking miserable doing, which you can yeah. kind of tell on some of them. It's just like they were either churning it out because they had to have another song right, or they didn't enjoy doing this. Right. Or it was just like, God, we have to sing Al's meditation song. Exactly. Okay, fine. But like this album seems like for the first time in a while, they were like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. This is a good song. Yeah, I like this song. We'll let it kind of fade out while yeah. I introduce Mount Vernon and Fairway. Which, did you listen to this? Maybe. Maybe. So on Spotify, it's just like the same album. Yeah, okay. So yeah. It's tracks 10 through 15. Okay. So when I they... did listen to all of it, but I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, how long is this fucking album? Okay, so this is the album in full. It's like yeah. 35 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, wow, 36 minutes. That was very close. Huh. So Mount Vernon and Fairway is Brian's contribution. So Brian technically only wrote part of Sail on Sail, like we talked about, and yeah. then Funky Pretty. Okay. Um, okay. And then he was working really hard on this Mount Vernon and Fairway thing, which was sort of a like experimental music play poem sort of thing, yeah. I guess is maybe the best way to describe it. Um, and so he really wanted it, like he gave it to them, like, this is my contribution to Holland guys as this like 12 minute song suite that was all this encompass, this like, uh, all encompassing story. And so they already had a good record on their hands and they weren't going to throw away like three songs to fit this on there. So what Reprise decided to do was to include it as like an additional EP, a little seven inch thing that played it. 33 rpms and so would fit 12 minutes of music on there yeah yeah thank you and would fit 12 minutes of music on there and so just like threw it in the record sleeve with the regular uh, that's killer holland record yeah so it kind of made for a weird dichotomy though where like when it went to digital so supposedly on the album labels it said side like three and four of holland yeah on it so like it was supposed to just be like this record's a little bit longer but most people just kind of ignored it or like listened to it once. It ended up basically being like disc three of all things must pass yeah. where everyone listens to it the first time and then never touches it again. I love it. So a lot of people do love Mount Vernon and fairway though. People view it as like the Not flash bad. of Brian's genius between smile and like his comeback stuff in the late seventies, Yeah, which is controversial, but some people think is really good. So, yeah. so we'll get to it in just a moment, but so Mount Vernon and fairway were the, corner or where the cross streets where the love family home was in hawthorne oh as we both know yeah um and so brian wrote about this like the story is basically about this kid who discovers a magic radio um that plays him rock music essentially yeah. and he you know doesn't thinks seem he's magical magic to me like, yeah so um and then the ep came in a little sleeve that had a hand-drawn album cover by Brian that was like this weird kind of arty map thing. It Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's the coolest thing the Beach Boys have ever done, honestly. It's really interesting. Throwing in a little EP with like hand-drawn shit on it. That's and also, awesome. it really hurt Brian's feelings that they didn't make it part of the album. Oh, <laughs> man. Like he was butthurt about it for real, which is pretty hilarious. I think I would be too, or I'd be very flattered that I got my own little thing. Yeah. So Mount Vernon and Fairway, so it's, 
basically just narration, like yeah. the like the Al poem thing. Yeah. So Jack Riley does all the narration, except there's a part with this guy called the Pied Piper who Brian voices, ah. and it sounds um, pretty much just like Eric Cartman from South Park, but from <laughs> 1973 instead of you know whenever that show came on air, 1995. Who knows? Yeah. So um. 99, I think. We're actually going to skip in, I think, to I'm the Pied Piper. So this is Jack Riley narrating. Oh, I did not listen to this. I thought okay. I did. I did not. You could read the whole thing in less time. The music takes, and the music's not great, in my opinion. So, so you, you don't care for the So EP. this is the music. Or some of it. I think this could have been built into something really cool. And flowers glowed with tinges of magic light as he followed, thinking to himself, what's going on? He sounds like a sex offender. <laughs> he also just sounds like... He actually has a really good like audiobook voice, I think, actually. Jack Riley. From his appearance on Surf's Up and now here. Yeah. Like, he has a... I don't like his voice, but it seems like the voice people would be like, yes, you have to read audiobooks for a living. Do you think he can do, like, the mean, gravelly voice that all of them inevitably have to do? Maybe. That's my favorite part of audiobooks is when it's just, like, a very, like, kindly British gentleman reading a book, and then he has to go, oh, and then what are you doing there, mate? <laughs> it's the best. And he turned and ran right back. Yeah, this is cool dumb. sound effects. Okay. Ooh. He sat up in his open window, looking quietly down. Okay, this should be the one where Brian's. Uh, I I would have skipped these had I listened to them. I got through it once. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're getting to the Boom. Pied Piper. I've used that sound effect in this podcast before. Yeah. Fade in. Hello, I'm the Pied Piper from the Far Away Land of Night. <laughs> Nobody knows anything about my existence. Oh, can you even imagine 1973 Brian? Like just giant and long, scraggly beard and hair, totally coked up. Oh, yeah. Doing this voice. For like he probably did like yeah. forty takes. Oh, <laughs> it's it's the worst he's ever looked, and he's grinding his teeth with his eyes wide open doing this for sure. And I gotta go down to the. You are the best you know me. Oh Jesus Christ! But you can see the green But you can see the green. What? What is he doing? There's no internal consistency. No. What's because he's fucking coked up as fuck. Yeah. Here's a little piece of the music, by the way. It's good to hear some of this. I could see what okay. I could see why Brian would be butt hurt that this wasn't on the album, but I understand everybody else being like Brian now. Then the prince heard something he never knew. So like, uh. it's basically ten minutes of Jack Riley talking and Brian talking, and then like occasionally there's like a flash like that where you hear like a twenty second yeah. song snippet of yeah. something that the other Beach Boys recorded. Man. That's like from the quote the yeah. magic radio. I just gave them pretty high praise for yeah. that being cool. It's a cool idea. But if that was on it, holy shit, I get oh, Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he's just back to his same nerdy shit that he was doing like with the Yeah. Yeah, at least I don't sound like Mickey Mouse. So there's a um 
there's a version that was released like on a later uh compilation yeah that doesn't have any of the vocals on it and it's just the like the audio track yeah and people say it's good i did not excuse me seek it out it seems like it'd be a little too just ambient and boring honestly that's what we should play behind when we're talking yeah but so like supposedly there's cool stuff and there very well could be but the I don't know. It's the kind of Beach Boys thing that like I want to write off, but I also feel like if I like heard that in I don't know maybe a more Stone time of my life, I would be like, no, this is really yeah. fucking cool. Well, by Stone <laughs> so, time of your life, you mean right now, right? Because well, that's true. all we'd be up in the studio I'm doing. Just not, Peter. I'm just not quite stoned enough, you know. So. Yeah. So that is Holland. What did you think, PJ? Give me <sighs> your final thoughts on Holland. Are we counting what we just listened to as part of this album? That's a good question because people, I think, no. Are we going to have a separate rating for that? Generally, okay. So given that it came out in two discs and people just wouldn't listen to the second disc, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think Holland generally. So are we going to rate them separately? I think we're just going to write Holland to the album and leave Mount Vernon and Fairway EP to its own existence. Okay. Because Mount Mount Vernon and weirdness. Yeah. But maybe not ratedness. Uh Mount Vernon Fairway gets a 1. Okay. Uh Holland I think I got to give it an 8. Yeah. Yeah. That feels about right. Yeah. It was there wasn't a song that I hated on it. There wasn't anything fucking no. stupid There's on nothing, it. There's nothing. Well, the worst no. the worst one I I think the worst thing I said about this album was like, yeah, all right, it's fine. The worst thing is the owl narration, but even that oh, is broken yeah. up like every minute though with yeah. a cool music part, so it's at least bearable. That's the one. Okay, so that is the one that I did not like. That's yeah. the one song. The rest of them, the the like least I think I could say was like, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this has got to be an eight for me, man. I think so. I was really impressed. Um, I have actually owned Holland on vinyl for years and just never got around to like putting it on. Do you have it the just EP? like no? Uh, it I know. Come with it. Yeah. I know. There's like still the sticker on the cover that says there's an EP and then it wasn't in there. It was yeah. really sad. Fucking but, bummer, dude. And like just for some reason or another, never got around to putting it on, but knew it was supposed to be a good one. Like people talk about this. Yeah, as a good record. People also talk about Smiley Smile as a good record. I do not like Smiley Smile. People talk about all the Beach Boys records as good That's records, true. depending yeah. on who you are. Yeah. But well, did anybody like Carl and the Passions? Yes. Oh, people liked yes. it? People think. Fuck. So the prevailing consensus on Carl and the Passions is it is inconsistent, like admittedly, oh, but yeah. the good songs make it worth it, and I'm not positive mm-hmm. I agree with that. Because the there's good songs two don't good make songs. It, there's two good songs, both. Which are the first two songs, yeah. and then the rest of it is like. Is not good. Not great. Yeah. yeah. So, but I agree with Hall. I think it's an eight out of I ten. I kind of almost want to give it a nine, but I feel like. I don't think I could go that high. I feel like I will not listen to this album as much as I think I will yeah. in the future. There are other albums that I will definitely listen to yeah. that I gave. But I uh, was I was really, really impressed um, in a way that yeah. I wasn't expecting for this record. Like, yeah. I just thought it was awesome. Um, cool. So, yeah, that's Holland, baby. Yeah. And now we're going to go make some fucking compilation albums. Oh, fuck and yeah. tour for two years, PJ. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Sounds like a great plan. I think so, too. Peter. PJ. Much like Brian Wilson, this is my goodbye for now. Yes. Um, It's really emotional. The Beach Boys boys will be coming to a theater near you after I get back from being drafted. 
Yeah. And after Vietnam to TGSL. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we'll also be making albums at the time, of course. That's true. Yeah, and I um, will be mowing lawns. Well, I'll be um, mowing walks and and shoveling lawns. Yeah. um, For months. For months and months and months on end. Yeah. And thinking of California the entire time. Absolutely. So, I'll see you, PJ. And I don't mean this lightly. On the flip side. Side B. Yes, side B. Or side two if it's like pre nineteen yeah, or yeah. two thousand ten. Yeah, I don't know. That's a new changes. school vinyl thing, I think. Side A and, a and B. B. Yeah. Some old ones I have are a and B. really. Yeah. One and two, much more common though. Can much you agree? more common. Yeah, like eighty yeah. percent. But of they're records. always called B sides. I wonder if singles are more A and B. I don't own a lot of forty five. I don't. I have like four. Yeah. But I have a lot of albums. Huh. I have five. We should put our collections together, oh, yeah. man. Then we'd have something. Yeah. All right. right. Well, PJ, it has been a blast cruising down the highways, the two-lane, circuitous, cliffside, beachside highways with you in our woodies. In our woodies. Just chasing the wild surf during this magical magical two eras of the Beach Boys, or three if you want to get technical. Peter, I want to thank you for driving that woody. Yes. And I want to thank you for being such a good navigator. Um, you read the map like a champ, really, honestly. Yeah. We only got lost dozens of times. Yeah. So, Well, Peter, thanks for being here today. Yes, and thank you for showing up. No problem. Yeah, it was really nice seeing you. Uh, firm handshake, my yeah. dear boy. And yes. We'll see each other the next time we catch it. Maybe we'll see each other out there on the waves someday. Maybe, yeah. That's right. I'll catch we you can only hope. all the way from Vietnam. <laughs> all right. <laughs>